Hi folks, I'm Pastor Jennifer and uh, I'm a new church plant pastor here in Bryan, Texas. I lead Bryan Community Church and um, this is a new congregation uh, in the United Methodist Church that um, is just getting its, uh, its feet wet. Uh, we don't even have a permanent location yet. We are borrowing um, space from the First Presbyterian Church here in Bryan. They are most gracious. And uh, we are just, you know, gathering on Sunday mornings. We are planning together. We are praying together. We are worshiping together. Um, we're going to be going out and fellowshipping and doing missions together and just inviting folks to come and be a part of something new and something exciting where we can love God, we can love people and share Christ's hope with the world. So it's really exciting. And I would love to have you continue to join us on this mission. Um, if you haven't visited our church website yet, it's bryancommunitychurch.org. Uh, you can um, sign up for weekly emails because right now we are just, um, you know, getting started and we're trying to keep everybody in the communication loop. Uh, so you know where we're going to be and what we're going to be doing but I would also love to connect with you, uh, so feel free to reach out and um, let's just get together and, and see what God can do through this new church. Um, but one of the things that we said we wanna do is make sure the word gets out. So each week I am going to be sharing a message. Um, we are gonna put it on podcasts and social media. And so hence my new, um, microphone here that I'm using for the first time, but uh, I just want to thank you for joining us and I continue uh, to ask for your prayers and support as we just build God's kingdom um, with the Holy Spirit's leading. Of course, we cannot do this alone only with the Holy Spirit and, and God leading us. Um, so before I dig into the word of God, I encourage you to grab your Bible, whether it's on an app or something um, you know that you can hold on to. You can see that I like to write all over my Bible and take notes. Um, but today we are gonna be reading from Matthew chapter four, verses one through 11. This is Jesus in the wilderness. And um, let's just hear the word of God for a minute. Then Jesus was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After 40 days of fasting and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. All right. So, brothers and sisters, what's going on? First of all, Jesus is approximately 30 years old. Um, he is at the beginning of his earthly ministry. Um, I think it's important that we know that he didn't just get here um, randomly, that, you know, 
30 years prior, there were men and women pouring into him. Uh, his mom and dad, we know, were faithful uh, Jewish people that, uh, that he would have been raised uh, in the synagogue. He would have been poured into not only by his parents, but um, his community of believers. And so, uh, you know, I, I think this is the moment that we lift up all of the men and women who have gone before us, um, who have introduced us to our faith or who have um, led us to, to people and places who have had a positive um, influence on us to, to make us um, the people that we are today, particularly, um, you know, who have led us to Christ. And so I want to just, you know, pause for a moment and say, hey, give God thanks for those men and women. Um, but this is also the moment um, in which Jesus had uh, just left his baptism, that he had proclaimed that he would be faithful and he would, um, you know, live his life according to God and God's will. It was also at his baptism where uh, the voice of God said, this is my son, who I am well pleased that God, you know, told Jesus and everybody was listening that that he was he was the son of God and that um, he had a great calling on his life. And so um, while Jesus had a past uh, that was rooted in the faith, that this is also a moment that Jesus was standing in that that he had a future now, a future in which he would be starting his earthly ministry and he would be living for God. And so um, so this is where we find ourselves. But also, before Jesus went into his ministry, so before Jesus started teaching, before he started preaching, before he started healing people, <coughs> excuse me, um, our passage has us watching Jesus go into the wilderness. So Jesus didn't just start off right off the bat. Um, there was a season of preparation. In fact, there were 40 days and 40 nights of preparation for Jesus in which Jesus would be focusing um, on God and preparing himself um, spiritually for what he was about to do in his earthly ministry. And so, um, Again, lots of lots of lessons here, and, and we're going to talk about them. Um, I'm going to take a swig of this just for a second. Excuse me. So, I, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people that if I'm given a task or if I'm given a goal, I want to get to it. You know, all right, let's work towards whatever it is, whether it's you know, planning a vacation or buying a house or going to school, what, you know, whatever it is. Like if you give me an assignment, okay, let's get it done. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder if in this moment Jesus was there and thinking, all right, God, let's go. Let's do ministry. You know, I, I'm ready. And God says, hold on. I'm just going to wait a minute. I'm going to go spend some time in the wilderness just gonna be silent. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna do anything. Very little activity. No one is gonna be around for forty days. Okay, 
the type A in me, I'm uncomfortable. The extrovert, that makes me uncomfortable. I am fueled by having people around me. God said no to Jesus for 40 days. You're just going to wait. And this is why. And we find out. First of all, because Jesus is going to be tempted. And his faith is going to be tested. And he needs to show that indeed he is completely dependent on God. That no matter what comes his way or who comes across his path, that he would remain faithful and put God first. And, um, and so this time in the wilderness, that was his preparation time. Um, the great news is it proves itself effective because at the end of this 40 days, Jesus is tempted. He is tempted by food. He's tempted by power. He's tempted by position. And guess what? That waiting period that maybe he didn't want to do or that waiting period that maybe we don't want to do sometime, there was a reason. There was a reason. Jesus was able to turn down food. He would have been famished for not eating for so long. But yet, he knew that he needed to wait. And he turned it down. Um, this moment in which Jesus could prove to anybody who was watching, prove to himself, could have inflated his ego, um, could have had one of those, oh wow moments, look what I can do. I can call angels to my side and they can rescue me. I can call on all the resources. Look who I can name drop. But yet, Jesus understood it wasn't about him. It wasn't to inflate his ego that God's will and God's way are about God's will and God's way, not about self. Um, the same thing with this incredible opportunity, right? All the kingdoms of the world, anything is yours. You can have power, you can have control. And Jesus said no, you know, and I wonder how many times in our life are we tempted to take control of something and we just want to jump right in and we just want to go and do and maybe we have and we've gotten ourselves even in trouble but if we would have just waited and have spent some extra time seeking out God's will and God's way would we have kept ourselves out of trouble I don't know something to think about and to you know, Jesus quoted three times, for it is written, for it is written, for it is written. He's putting his upbringing and his studying to good use. He knew, he knew the, the laws and the regulations, God's laws and regulations. Why? Because God's ways are always best. God loves us and cares for us. And he knew that um, idolatry and disobedience would never bring good. It's not life-giving. And so he, he was rooted in the word and he was able to overcome those temptations that were not of God. I wrote in my notes, um, like a test to determine if a student is ready for the next step or a tryout to see if the athlete is ready to compete. Jesus passed the test clearly. He did the work, he was prepared, and he was now ready after 40 days, now ready to begin his ministry. And so, um, you know, some lessons for us today and I already said, first of all, we need to give God thanks for the people who have come before us, right? Lord, thank you for placing them in our life. 
Um, but also recognizing that sometimes there are life-changing moments for us. Um, we are getting ready to, to enter a new season. Starting a new church is entering a new season. And so in those moments, we want to make sure that we're rooted in God's word. Uh, as a new church plant, we want to make sure that we're rooted in the great commandment to love God and to love others. We want to make sure we're rooted in the Great Commission, that it's not about us, but it's about going out and reaching others for Christ. You know, as a new church plant, we have to make sure that we are waiting. You know, I want to run. People have, have said, hey, Jen, what can I do? How can I help? I'm like, let's go. Let's get this done. And yes, but sometimes it's not that fast. Sometimes it's like slow and steady, right? Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady allows us to be rooted in God and know God's will in his way. Um, what else? I don't know. There's a lot for us to wrap our hearts and our heads around. Um, it would have been hard for Jesus to, <coughs> to wrap his head heart around about this next chapter in life. And um, starting a new church, it's, it's a little overwhelming, which is, why we should allow, you know, to prepare and and to ensure that we are ready for the next season. What else? Well, why do we do what we do in the first place? That's a great question. We've got to ask ourselves before we start a new chapter, whether it's a new church, a new relationship, maybe a, a new decision to, to change locations for one reason or another, maybe a change of jobs, a, a change of way of life. Why are we doing what we're doing in the first place? Is it about ourselves? Or is it about the call that God has placed on our lives? Everything we do, everything we do, should be founded on the Lord, on Jesus and his mission and his will and way and ministry for us. And so um, as a new church plant, I encourage us to do these things. And then I'm thinking like, as I share what Brian Community Church is going to do, um, I'm going to ask that you think about what it is that God would have you do during this season of, of wilderness journeying, wilderness fasting or praying first of all know who we are know that it's because of christ and the gift of life and grace and forgiveness that we do what we do in the very first place let us know that we are going to be a church who loves absolutely everyone. Why? Because God loves absolutely everyone. Um, when somebody comes in contact with us, whether it's um, because we are part of this new church plant or really because we are followers of Jesus, let somebody come to us and have a conversation with us or some kind of interaction with us and walk away thinking and knowing that they are loved and that they are valued and they have worth, that they were seen and they were heard and they were cared for. 
right? Because that is who God is. And that is exactly what Jesus Christ did. So in this season of preparation that you are in or that we are in, let us know that 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 is what God calls us to do. So the next day or the next week or the next month, the next opportunity that we interact with someone, let us prepare ourselves to offer Christ through our words and our actions. And let us be a people who, like Christ, welcomes the sinners and cares for the lost, a church who cares for the poor and brings healing to the sick and who will sell everything if necessary in order to take care of anyone in need. You know, brothers and sisters, what's been on my heart and where God has spoken to me the most is through the parable of the the sheep of the 99 and Jesus leaving all of the herd because there was one lost sheep. Let us be that church that, that, you know, that we take care of one another, but we always have an eye outside of ourselves and beyond ourselves for the, the one person who is in desperate need of God's saving grace. And let's not miss them. Let's not forget about them. Where do we need to be? What do we need to do? Who are they? Um, what are their needs? And what are their wants? And, and what are their desires? And let's get to know them and figure out ways to reach them, to draw them in so that they can know what we know and this incredible, um, all-encompassing love and and care that, that Christ has given us. In this season, in this wilderness, let's let's keep our eyes on on the lost sheep because let's face it, at some point we were one of them. And then finally, I I share this vision with those who are part of Bryan Community Church. But let me share this vision with with everyone um, because I think it's something that we should all think about and wrestle with. But what would it look like to leave a legacy, not for our glory, but for God's? To know that the next generation and the generation after that and the generation after that they can look back and they can know that we were those people who poured into them so that then when they are at a place of starting a new church or starting a new ministry or reaching out to the lost, that they know that, that we were the men and women who instilled good and godly values into them, that had faith, that um, were fearless to step out and do something incredible all for the sake of Christ's love for them. Let's be that church. Let's be those people so that one day our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren, they can look back and they don't even have to remember our name, but they know that we went before and we didn't give up on them. Instead, we built our foundation on Jesus Christ and built our mission and our vision and our church based on his love for everyone. Let's be those people. And so brothers and sisters, if, if you're ready to, to just run in and jump in and get involved in ministry, or if you're ready to run in and go straight to the goal, whatever it is that you have, it's okay 
if God's just saying, hold on, just a few more days, or hold on, just a few more weeks, I want you to wait, and I want you to prepare, because you've got a ministry ahead of you. Jesus had a ministry ahead of him. He had three hard years ahead of him and incredible years with unbelievable miracles unbelievable miracles. And God has incredible plans ahead of us with unbelievable miracles. But wait and be grounded and be obedient and get ready because your day is coming. The next chapter is coming. And then watch out. Just see what God does. Brothers and sisters, this is the message that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that the Lord spoke to you and I pray that he spoke in me, through me, and if necessary, by goodness, in spite of me. But as the pastor of Bryan Community Church, I'm honored and humbled to share this message with you. And I encourage you to continue to pray with me and join me in ministry as we do God's work and we build the kingdom not by ourselves, but only by the grace of God. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, and I thank you for those who are a part of this new venture, but um, more importantly, for those who are part of this kingdom, God, that is beyond uh, any any local church, but it's your church, Big C Church, um, around the world. And so I lift up those who are struggling to know what the next chapter looks like, for those who are in a period that seems like that they're in the wilderness, Lord, let them know that there's a purpose in it. And Lord, just give us a heart that um, that is ready to just listen to your will. Because you have claimed us as your own. May we claim you and listen and follow. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you again. And until we gather on here... Take care.